So let's start with a little bit about you. Yeah. I've got no idea. Well, believe you. it or not, I'm actually 35. I don't look 35. I would not have called you 35. I tell you what. I know, I'm 22, 23, I don't know. That healthy routine is obviously working. <laughs> no, I'm 35. Um, got a career, sort of uh, the typical man career, electrician by trade, worked offshore, uh, currently manage the gym, um, always, throughout all those years, been interested in some way in health and fitness, whether it was sports, playing football, basketball, badminton, tennis, uh, up to then, and now really enjoy bodybuilding. Uh, I also enjoy like sort of functional training, so the more fitness side of things, I'd say, and I've also got an interest in powerlifting, so I sort of, I've got a really broad spectrum when it comes to health and fitness. I don't think you can pocket things. But um, I had a sort of, I'd probably say, for the last six, seven, maybe, yeah, six, seven years, myself as in my mind has developed a lot. And I was always quite a closed person. I was quite unable to talk. I could never sit here and talk like this. I, I could have a conversation with my friends, but I couldn't sit here with strangers openly talking about myself. I find it very difficult. So I did set a sort of goal for myself, if you like, that I wanted to have some form of self-development. I wanted to be able to be more open. I wanted to be able to talk about things. I wanted to be able to see things in a different way, perhaps a more, um, not enlightened way, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah, just yeah. to see things in a better light and be a bit more positive about things. So I sort of actively tried to push myself towards that direction. I think even though it was ups and downs, I mean, did, when you were steps. thinking that, did that come from a positive place or did that come from a, an uh, experience that... It came from experience, I think. It came from experience that I had a, a long-term relationship which ended and it was largely because of my inability to, I wouldn't say converse, but open up. Yeah. And, I, and that, that, that was a relationship I really hoped had gone somewhere. Um, so I thought, well, that's not really how I want it to be. Yeah. And I, I tried, I, mean, I did try, but... Just was not happening. Mm. So from that on, that point onwards, I wanted to make a few changes. I didn't like the person I was either. I was sort of sometimes quite negative, um, picking an argument or do you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought well, that's not really the way to go. And I sort of now say to people now, if, if you've got nothing good to say, or just, if, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Try and find a good thing there. There's always something good, and I think that's really where I wanted to make myself. I swear I want to bring myself, I want to bring myself to that point where you always find someone good. Mm. And uh, I think I'm sort of there. I think I'm sort of there now. There's this um, quote, a lot of people, mm. uh, like they've laughed at me in the past because I kind of have this thing that I always say, which is positivity attracts positivity. It does, without a doubt. If you, it's like if you surround yourself with certain types of people, that whatever that type of person is, is going to rub off to a point. You're going to soak up a little bit of that. Yeah. Definitely. I don't care. The, the saying, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yeah, yeah. If you hang around with negativity and you hang around with people that constantly put you down, constantly don't want to do things, and what's the, the chances of you actually doing something? They're quite, probably quite slim. You're going to follow that crowd. Yeah. You're going to get dragged in with this. Yeah, I definitely agree. Did you, did you find like you would then, did you notice it as a result of that kind of thinking then? Were you then starting to think, actually, this is not the person I want to hang around with? Or um, I think... I've always had quite good people around me. I think um, external sort of influences haven't really been an issue for myself. It was just more my way of thinking. Mm. Um, I just wanted, I wanted to change how I thought. I wasn't really influenced by other people. 
I tend not to worry too much about what other people think to a point. Mm. Um, but no, it wasn't so much outside influence, it was more myself. Mm. I recognised there was what I considered to be flaws and I wanted to do something about those flaws, I think just to make myself a better person. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it was more to do with me than yeah. other influences, I think. Well, I mean, you, you're, you're obviously a, you're a, somebody that works on their body. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say you're a big bloke, you're, you know, you're looking good, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And um, I mean, how much... Like, how much has that been a... How much has that been... Because obviously you're strong physically, but how much has that been strong in terms of empowering you with this kind of thinking as well? Um, or has it not been? It hasn't been, to be honest. I find... I, I've, through, throughout the years, especially when I'm 35, through my 30s, depending on where I've been in my life, what I've been doing, um, as a t- in, t- in regards to physical size or shape or condition, whatever, I've been up and down, and it's because maybe I had a lot of work on. Have like, sometimes in the summertime my workload can be very busy when offshore, so I don't really have a lot of time to train as much as normal. I can't eat the same, so you, you lose weight. And I don't find I think anything different. I don't. The size I am now, if I was a stone, two stone lighter, I don't think I'd be. I'm, I have been two stone lighter, and not that bothered. Like I actually feel healthier, to be perfectly honest. Um, when you're when you're heavier than you're supposed to be, it is quite hard. Like mm. you know, when you're lighter, isn't just weight. You do feel better, but mentally, probably say not really too much difference. Um, I'm quite happy with my skin, so I do this because I actually enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the sort of pain of <laughs> that little bit extra. The gym. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, been on the same side, I enjoy not doing it, and I've sort of I've been happy to leave it to the side for a little while. I've been happy to concentrate on other things. I love going on holiday. I love travelling. Yeah. When you travel, you can't really, you know, what I mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle. This yeah. is a lifestyle to go travelling. You can't carry yeah. that over very easily. So I'm happy to then slide. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how you've got to think. You've got to think like that. You can't. You can't be so harsh on yourself. I can't guess. Got to guess. Got to guess all the time because it's not. It's not reality, is it? Mm. I mean, this how I look now takes me going to the gym every single day, couple of hours, eating all the time, sleeping, resting, and hasn't really got much room for anything else. So if something else comes in, then something has to give. Mm. I think it's that realising that makes you accept it, accepts the changes which might go the other way when you get smaller. Yeah. The only time I don't like it is in clothes. Yeah. Because you get sort of, I've got clothes that don't fit anymore. See, I have that for the other reason, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not necessarily the biggest bloke, but, you know, I find it hard to, you know, find clothes that fit me because I'm so small, you know, so I... I appreciate that's kind That's kind, I appreciate that. I certainly still feel it. When I'm putting on, like, action man clothes from, you know, dolls I've taken from this toy shop. But no, I mean, like, I mean, we were having a chat with um, a lady before um, called Sylvia, 83 year old yoga teacher mm. and I was saying to Sylvia the point I'm at personally is that I a couple of years ago realised that I wasn't eating healthy mm. or I wasn't I didn't have a routine so I wouldn't eat breakfast I wouldn't eat lunch some days I'd, I'd eat like a piece of toast mm. that would be the food that I would consume in a whole 24 hours which is ridiculous yeah, yeah. so I went about changing that and the thing with my job is that 
you know, I get to go to lots of places and, you know, one day you will have this huge, like, extravagant lunch filled with all sorts of different stuff and then you're kind of completely over it on a day. And I'd find myself getting in a position where I would do that but then I would hate that I'd just eaten all of that kind of food. And then the next day when I just had toast, I would almost feel a bit more comfortable because I'd yeah. compensated yeah. in my mind. Yeah. So I get to what, I got to a point where I changed and I said, right, I'm going to make a, a conscious effort to eat, have a routine, I'm yep. going to train, etc. So I did that and I, I went through this process and I felt a lot better at the end of it. I got in better shape and all of that kind of stuff. And then coming out the other side, as much as I still enjoy training, and I guess I, when I'm listening to what you've, you're saying, it, it reassures me because... There are points now where I will have a really good day. You know, I've yeah. measured my oats in the morning. Yeah, I've eaten yeah. 50 grams, and I've, you know, done this and I've done that. But then I have like a cocktail in the evening, yeah, yeah. and I know that there's so much sugar and mm. calor- calorific content and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then I hate myself for it. You know, in my mind, I'm shooting myself. You just wasted a whole week. You know, you've just killed that whole day. Yeah, you've just yeah, done yeah. this, that, and the other. And that's not a great place to be. No, it's not. I think. There's ways around, there are ways around that relating to diet where mm. you can allow yourself to have these things. But if you've not sort of worked that into your diet program as such, I mean, if you have something which you think you shouldn't, it doesn't really matter. Like mm. one thing in the course of a week or the two, three, four, five cocktails in the course of a mm. week isn't going to be massively detrimental. Mm. It's like when you look at the grand scheme of things, it's like a few hours of having something you should have had. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. When I had a pizza the other night. I was hungry. Yeah. I was like, I want a pizza, so I had a pizza. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. You know, but the, the, most of the day, I eat quite good. Yeah. But it allows you to have these things. Yeah. But have you always had that kind of that mindset though? Um, no. When I sort of, I would say, as a teenager, I was very small. Um, I was athletic, but I was, didn't have a big frame. I was quite athletic, but slim. Um, and when I was trying to gain weight as I gained interest in bodybuilding, um, I was like, God do this, God do this, God do this, God do this. So, for example, if I had, I don't know, five, six pack lunches for the day in my Tupperware, tub, in my Tupperware tubs, if I, if I dropped one, so I dropped one, I'm like, oh my God. Like my day's over. Yeah. I've like, dropped, dropped the food. I panic and I'm like, oh my god, I've dropped the food. And like, whereas now, I'll be like, oh, I'll just get something else. Yeah. I'll be annoyed, but I'll yeah. get something else. Yeah. So I, I have felt like that, but I think the realization as I've got older, it really doesn't matter that much. You can get away with having these things you shouldn't. Mm. It doesn't mean you've sort of somehow massively gone off course. It doesn't mean that all, all of a sudden you're going to go obese or whatever yeah, yeah. you know what I mean it's not going to happen yeah. you can have some pleasure yeah yeah you don't have, there doesn't have to be sort of I mean do you see that so you're obviously running the managing the gym I'm guessing you see people at the start of their journey yeah you do and people ask for advice I mean I am not a dietitian um, I have a very good understanding through experience I suppose um, so I sort of know the do's and don'ts if you like and an example, Rain's partner, he trains at the gym. I spoke to him about diet. I said to him, like, things to sort of try to do these things. Mm. But it doesn't matter too much if you don't get it perfect. Yeah. 
you know, it's, it's like someone will come in and say, oh, I want to lose some weight. Okay, what are you eating? And I'll say, oh, I'll have a packet of biscuits a day or I have two pints and a cake. I say, well, you can make life really easy for you. Just take the pints out and continue doing what you're doing and you will lose weight. There has to be a certain yeah. level of give and take. Yeah, you yeah. can't just have everything you want. So just take a few things out. And do you see the extreme then? Do you also see the other people um, which are like counting gram, like oh, milligrams? Yeah, yeah. my friend, um, actually I was talking to him last night, I wanted to set a business up. Um, it's copyright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I have a business called Macro Shack. And the idea of the Macro Shack is it wanted to be a, a vlogging, blogging, whatever you call it, um, some, like, maybe so, some, some form of social media platform where you discuss about different types of foods, uh, the macro content, the micronutrient content, mm. and how you can eat it, when you should eat it, what you can replace things with, if you're counting your calories, okay, I can have this, this, and this. I've saved a few calories, and now I can have McDonald's ice cream. Yep. And I really want to push that, but he is very particular in the fact that if someone brought in a homemade uh, protein bar or something, which just happened two days ago, he would not eat it mm. because he didn't know how many grams of protein, you didn't know how many grams of carbs in it, I was like, mate, it's like, it's one tiny, yeah. it's, it's small, it's like two inches by two inches, it's, it's nothing, just eat it, it's not going to be like detrimental, so I do see that end of it, I see the, I see one end of the spectrum where someone perhaps doesn't really know and doesn't really care, yeah. I see the other end of the spectrum where someone has the knowledge and is afraid to go against mm. what is considered the absolute pinnacle science is you have to do it this way yeah. and it won't go away from that um, I see sort of competitive bodybuilders competitive powerlifters they tend not to worry about what they eat yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they come in normally with KFC which is, as you say it's about con- just consume as much yeah, as you can is much, it? Yeah, most of them, not all of them but some of the ones I sort of know tend to eat whatever they want well I mean we, a lot of this I guess links to from what I can sort of gather mm. as much as it is about you know yes a part of it is eating yeah, oh, respectively, yeah, yeah. is about that mindset. It's yes. about that mental health as much mm. as physical health. Mm. I mean, what are your reflections or you know thoughts I, on? I mean, I recognise the importance of a good diet. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I were to get in the best shape of my life, I would be counting all my calories. I'd be counting my macros. I wouldn't be eating this. And I wouldn't be eating that. And I wouldn't be going out here because that would be my goal. Yeah. That would be, my goal would be to get as best shape as I possibly could. And like, I recognise what it takes to get there. Now, I can still get nearly there in maybe a slightly longer time by allowing me to have the things which I want mm. but I shouldn't have. Um, but I think a lot of this depends on your mind state. If you've got a quite healthy mind, I think you can stick to a very regimented diet where you don't let yourself have things you want. If you're sort of not of that strong mind, I think that can really mm. have a detrimental effect on you. You know, if say all week you've been, oh, I'm eating this, oh, I really want to go out and do this, they really get you down. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's when you need to assess things and say, right, okay, is this good for you? Yeah. Is this helping you? It's not. I mean, you know, if you really want to put it that far, if you're getting stressed, you're releasing cortisol, cortisol will make it very difficult for you to get where you want to get anyway. It's going to help you to, to help make you keep fat. It's going to help not make you anabolic so you can't build muscle it's it's such a big it's such a big thing but I mean so if you cut it down if your mind's not 
if you haven't got a, a stable mind, yeah. I think some things like, say, sticking to a strict diet is very difficult. If you're a little bit more in a better place, yeah. then yeah, go for it. I guess, like, what's the point in having... You know, a healthy body if you've got a non I don't, I don't exactly see a healthy body without a healthy mind. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. That's something I really sort of try and get through some of the lads in the gym. I said, like, you can look a certain way, but if you feel completely different, yeah. then what's the point? You're not actually making yourself happy. You're yeah. probably making yourself more unhappy by putting so much pressure on yourself to look a certain way. And the, the further through that journey you get, the more unhappy you get. You do see it. I mean, I, I know people who, who are like that. And it's like. But then again, I see it from both sides. You have a goal. Mm. And if you want to get to that goal, sometimes you do have to do things which you don't want to do. Yeah, so yeah. I am a bit... But there's a balance, surely. You know, there is a balance. There's uh, no point being 5% body fat, yet no, mentally you're you know, shot to... Yeah. I mean, you do get the sort of... The odd, you do get the extremes where people actually enjoy it. Yeah. And probably like the people you see on social media who are... You know, they're doing what, doing what people aspire to do. That is their job. Yeah. I think that is something which people really do seem to forget. It's their job. And they probably enjoy their job. They probably love doing what they're doing. For someone like myself, if I'm working offshore, very hard to replicate that. I can't replicate that. So don't put pressure on myself to yeah. do something which I can't. It's not my job. Yeah. It's not my job to look like this. It's not my job to all day eat, sleep, train. You can't. You've got to have the realisation that your own life is your own life mm. you know it's, I do try and get this across to people so you can't be like him or him or him you're all different yeah. you're built different you think different just do what you want to do I think that's if everyone just did what they wanted to do mm. within reason obviously I think people would be a lot happier mm. I mean people go to the gym to want to look a certain way if you just went to the gym to enjoy it you wouldn't worry about mm. all the other crap that comes with it that's, and you probably in the end Go a little bit more, eat yeah. a little bit better, and yeah. you're happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're not putting pressure on yourself. Yeah. Um, but I found like I'm happiest when I'm just sort of doing what I want. I suppose. You know, mm. I go to the gym, I train hard, but I just go to enjoy it. Yeah. I don't compete competitively. I think that'd be too much stress on myself. I think if I was to compete competitively, competitively, diet for twelve, maybe sixteen weeks, I personally don't think I could hack that. I think that would have a um, a negative effect on my mental health. Mm. I mean, I've died to a point and it starts to get very hard. Mm. And I start to want to crave things, I can't do things, I can't, you know, if your partner says, oh, can we go here today? I can't go here today, I've got to do this, I've got to do my cardio in the morning. Or, oh, what can we eat when we get there? And you worry about what you're eating. It's like, for me, I can't feel healthy like that. Mm. Other people can. I'm mm. quite happy to go out about with their little lunchbox. Fine, absolutely fine. But for me, I don't feel healthy like that. Mm. I mean, I bought a protein bar every day. I mean, it's just a protein bar. It's just because I'll be hungry. Mm. But if that had been six years ago, oh my God, I have a lunchbox with me. Got, yeah. got to have it. I can't go out the house. Yeah. You know, I think you've got to, you say, you've got to have, um, you've got to find a happy medium. Yeah. You've got to, if your mental health's good, your physical health will be good. If your physical health's good, why would you want bad mental health? Mm. I, don't, I don't get it. I, 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 I can't. <coughs> I don't see why anyone would want to have one and not the other. And because the thing is with mental health, <coughs> you know, they, it's, it is that you can't see it and yeah. you don't know when yeah, it's happening with somebody, you don't know when it's happening maybe in yourself. Mm. And uh, I think, as you know, as you said, when we, when, you know, when we, you got here, so you, you don't know what situation people are dealing with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, since my friend Danny died, 
um, it's actually had a positive effect on people um, in regards to a few of my sort of closer friends or circle of, of um, more like gym family friends, if you like. People started being a bit more forward about how they feel today. Uh, I mean, when he first died, I, I was really, obviously, I was absolutely devastated. And uh, I think the first week, I, I locked up the gym. I drove to Asda. I sat in the car park for about forty-five minutes, start crying. I was like, oh, "Fuck it, I don't want to do it." Here. Went in there, Asda, bought some beers. I never drink. Don't. I'm pretty teetotal to be honest. Went and bought some beers. And I sat there for I don't want to do it. And like normally, I would have gone home. I would have just gone home and sat there, probably cried, lay on the floor, whatever. And I messaged my mates, I said, look, I'm feeling really down. I said, you want to come around and chill out? And they were like, yeah, yeah. So that had a positive effect. And I think a lot of people are now, that is coming across to other people as well. So I'm now seeing and hearing people say, I feel a bit down today, or I don't feel too good today. It's just a shame it takes someone, mm. someone you know, to lose someone's life to, to, for that to happen. But that's something I really want to sort of, even just by talking to people in the gym, I want to try and turn that around. I don't like the stigma. I don't like the stigma that you should feel like you can't be upset, that you can't cry, you can't be sad, or all, all these emotions. There's no yeah. reason why a man, a man, typically a man, can't feel these ways. Yeah. And I think it really, I really want, I want to use our gym as a platform to sort of push mental health. Um, and do you, th- is that, do you think that was what you would say, your friend Danny, mm. do you think he, like, what, t- tell us about that situation, like, what... Is it in regards to what happened, or...? Yeah, like, touch, touch on that, but do you think he yeah. was... He, he was battling with mental health? He had many, many issues. I think, with Danny, it was not a clear-cut... It wasn't, like, a black-and-white thing. He, he had, there was so much going on. Um, every day, he would have anxiety. He wouldn't want to get in the car and leave the house. This is from when he was a kid. This is, like, he's always had this. But when he had, he had a motorbike accident maybe eight years ago and um, from that he got post um, concussion syndrome I think it's what it's called which made things worse he's also got autism um, so all that gel together made day for Danny incredibly difficult yeah. and you know I, I knew when he was having a bad day he used to be moody and I, I knew that other people just thought he was in the mood but I, could, I knew the signs but, um, but yeah he to be fair I mean he was strong physically, yeah. and even though he sort of eventually did succumb to sort of his mental health problems, it, mentally he was very strong. It, the things he had to deal with every single day, which people didn't see, he dealt with, and he tried his hardest. He did communicate, he did speak to people, more so in the last couple of years. And he did really try, but I mean, this is what his mum told me, every day he wanted to die. He didn't want to, he didn't want to wake up. Every day he wanted to fall asleep and not wake up. So he, he, he would go from a mega high to a mega low. Um, and that's really sad, but it's hard for me to use that as an example of someone who doesn't talk because he did talk and he did try. Um, and do you think people knew what he was going through, other than...? I don't. No, this, this is, yeah, this is uh, something which I think really does need to be addressed. It's like, everyone knows mental health, everyone knows depression, everyone knows anxiety. But I think most people think, oh, depression is like being sad, oh, you've met your girlfriend, broke up with you, oh, you're depressed. I think it's, that's about as far as most people's thought process goes. Mm. I mean, reality is when you really break it down, it can be anything, and it can be really hard to deal with. I mean, I've had bouts of depression from my, my longer-term relationship when we broke up, I was, I was in pieces. 
I couldn't leave the house, I didn't want to eat, I'd have moved back home. Um, I found it really hard. But I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone about that. I, I think that's something that has to change. It has to be more acceptable. There has to be more things out there being spoken about, more things. I mean, I went to a couple of meetings um, in the sort of local community to, for organisations for mental health. I didn't have any idea who any of these organisations were or that even existed. And I felt like there was this big cloud over all this great stuff because it wasn't deemed to be part of normal society. It was sort of the, it was to the side, do you know what I mean? And I still, I still think that because I don't, I don't really see it. I mean, even if you go out about now, if you go on the news, you go on social media, you go anywhere, no one's talking about mental health, not really. It's, it's now trending a bit, but you don't really see it, it's not. Yeah. Or really, the, the, what it kind of, as you said, like, it's easy to think of mental health um, as just depression when you break yeah, up with your yeah, girlfriend or, yeah. or, or, or whatnot, but actually it's a lot, it's a lot more be, than that. Yeah, it can be really deep. I mean, it can really, like, say anxiety. Mm. I, mean, I mean, if someone says, to, there's a guy down at the gym, one of my gym friends, he has anxiety, and... I think someone could quite easily turn around to them and say, I'll oh, just get on with it, mate, it's fine. You know, just, come on, that's all right, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. come on, mate, but don't worry about it, get on with it. Yeah. Come on, man up. But it doesn't actually help. And I think that's a, that's a really interesting, <coughs> that's an interesting phrase, like people say man yeah, up. Yeah, man up, yeah. I mean, I've experienced it, um, you know, I'm sure mm. you've experienced it, when people do just think this idea of, you know, man up, you're a man, get on with it. Yeah. Um, but why should you have to? Yeah. You know, why can't you? not want to man up why can't you think no actually I really don't want to go out today I really do feel like everything's on top of me yeah that's, that's, that's the point people need to understand it's fine it's alright it's like we're sitting there at McDonald's yeah and, uh, <laughs> sitting up in the office I said Ben go get me a McDonald's will you and he, he looked at me and he said I can't I said why not I said I'll give you the money he said go on get McDonald's for me and um, he looked at me and said, I can't. I said, I feel really, I feel really anxious today. So I can't bear the thought of going in my car and driving down there and getting out to order the food. And I didn't, I didn't, I knew he had anxiety, but I didn't know to that extent. But because of the relationship we have, he was able to tell me. Yeah. And I think that's the relationship. Everyone should be able to talk about that. It should be open enough. And I think it's because everything's happening. He knows I understand. He knows I'm willing to listen. I'm not a very judgmental person. I think if everyone thought like that there's mm. more things out there to make people think like that then someone has got anxiety isn't going to feel like they can't talk about it isn't going to feel like I, was, I would, you know I wasn't saying to him man up and go out I was yeah. like fair enough if you don't, yeah. don't want to go I understand completely it's like it's nothing you know, don't worry about it basically because why should he worry about it yeah. if he's anxious he's anxious we try to all get anxious I mean the job interviews were for, mm, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean we all get anxious yeah. it's different levels it's fine if you'll be anxious be anxious there's nothing I mean, wrong with it it's just a shame, I guess, as well, that it took, it took Danny yeah, committing yeah. suicide yeah, yeah. to bring I that. Think it, it massively brought people together. It, re- it really did bring people together. But, I mean, there has, there has to be a way <clears throat> to make people like us anyway. I think social media is the platform. I mean, I, I do not like reality TV. I hate, <laughs> hate reality TV. Yeah. Because it just sends the wrong message on a lot of things. And... I mean, can you imagine if there's TV programs about mental health and all the different people and all that, and it was made normal? Like, Why shouldn't it be that? Exactly. Yeah. But then they normalise, for me, I'll be very stereotypical here and very judgmental, but reality TV to me is someone who just wants to get on TV, typically tends to act like an idiot, doesn't really doesn't make someone, oh, I want to aspire to be like that. 
it doesn't make you want to spy yeah. like that. You just want to live that dumb lifestyle. It's my very judgment on that. But um, but why can't we have like why can't we just remove that and bring in things that actually matter? Mm. And if it was normalised, people would be like, oh, that's normal. And you won't forget anything of it. Yeah. It's simple as that. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I look at you and, you know, I'll be judgmental now. Yeah. So I look at you and I think you're, as I said, you're a big bloke. Mm. You've got tattoos, piercings, mm. you've got a well-styled beard. You know. <laughs> well-styled. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I'm, I'm not just saying, I'm, I, you know, I'm being, I'm being truthful. You know, you, you look like a, a, a bloke's bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And for you to say, you know, that you quite openly, mm. you got upset, you cried mm. about the, you know, this serious situation, mm. um, and now you understand and appreciate the challenges around mental health. Mm. Even for me now sitting here, I feel empowered, like genuinely, I feel empowered mm. to think about it slightly differently. And I think, you know, the 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 16 year old mm. boy, mm. 17 year old boy who is looking for a role model, mm. who has possibly looked at you from afar, let's just say, yeah, and yeah. thought, God, this guy, he's, he's hench, yeah. he's got it sorted, he's, you know... He doesn't appreciate everything you... Like, actually, yeah, yeah. the real... Yeah. Everything you just said. If you, so, yeah. I mean, like, what could, could we do, or what should we say, or what would you say mm. to that 16-year-old who's looked at you and saw, on the surface, mm. this, you know, big, solid yeah, bloke... Yeah. But actually, there's a it's a lot more to that. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's a case of being. Um, that's where the sort of mental health comes into, it, isn't it? It's mm. you know a happy mind. If you it's positivity. I mean, I I, I don't know. For me, a positive mind is everything. If a 16 year old came up to me as a 35 year old, I'd say, oh wow, so cool, whatever. And we're like, but what make? I'd ask the question, why do you think this? And if they said I want to be like that, I, said, I would just tell someone to be themselves. Mm. Outright. I don't think anyone, I don't aspire to be like anyone, I just like to be myself. Mm. Um, I think I'd tell anyone the same thing, so just be yourself. Be yourself, be happy with yourself, learn to like the things you like to do, and explore those things. Yeah. Everyone's an individual. I don't class myself as a sheep, I see myself not as a wolf, but mm. I don't get, yeah. I, I do what I want to do. Yeah. And I think that's what makes someone. That's what, like, that's what cool is. Yeah, yeah. Kids always want to look cool. Cool is to be yourself. Yeah. To do what you want to do. To be happy. To find out what you know. It is. Isn't yeah. It's, it's simple. I just think. I, I think sometimes I can see things really simple. And other times they're very grey. But when it comes to sort of a role model, um, I think you have to think about what you actually want to do. Mm. Your role, your role model has done what they wanted to do. Why can't you just replicate that? Mm. Don't try and copy what they're doing do something you want to do because that's what they did I think it was um, Matthew McConaughey I think mm. it was who said that his role model was his future self yeah like oh, yeah. actually yeah. competition's yourself isn't it? yeah you know? um, I made a social media post very recently and um, I said like my only competition is me yeah because I don't really care what someone else is doing it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't influence me it doesn't have why does that have an effect on me what, what so and so is doing down the road mm. Got no effect on me whatsoever. I just worry about my life and what I'm doing. Yeah, and I think. But then actually, that's, I guess that's somewhat interesting because when we're talking about being able to open up to other people and being able to wear your heart on the sleeve, or, or if at the very least, just say, "Look, mate, I'm having a bad day. Mm. 
Yeah. Like, how, how do you manage that balance between being in your own lane, competition as um, yourself, but also being yeah. prepared to... I mean, I'm very... I don't know if it's easy. I find things like that quite easy now because I'm so open. So even though, for me personally, even though I don't really tend... I mean, I do, I do obviously think about what people are doing, don't get me wrong, mm. but I tend to try and focus on what I'm doing. But at the same time, I've, I can still, I still have my peripheral. I yeah, can still yeah. see around me. I still, people, all the other people are still there. And if I feel like I need to talk to someone, I have got that group of friends. I can drop those lines, and I can like, go, right, they're here. Yeah. You know, it hasn't, they haven't always got those walls up. There's no reason why you can't be focused, and then there's lower down a little bit if you need to let people in. I think that's perfectly fine, normal, acceptable. Um, it's good to have focus, but it's also good to mm. sit back a little bit sometimes yeah. and let, let other people in, be, be, be able to talk to people. It's just communication. It's like, you communicate with people, you're open enough and feel able to communicate with people. If you do feel down, you're going to have the confidence to mm. say something. But and I guess as well, not being scared about that. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you can feel scared. Yeah, so if you're happy with yourself and something's not going quite right, don't, be, don't think that's like, oh my God, I, I don't want to come off my pedestal. I don't want to look like I'm weak. I don't want to look like I'm this. Mm. It's not, it's, it's just you being yourself. Just be happy to be yourself. Mm. If you're happy being yourself and something doesn't go right, be happy to talk about it. Because that weakness is quite an interesting th- thought process, like the idea that if you did share your feelings or you did mm. talk about mental health or you did talk about the fact you are feeling anxious mm. and you, that you are somehow weaker... Um, or you need to man up mm. or whatever. But actually, to a certain extent, you're actually stronger because you are empowering yourself to say, yeah. this is how I feel, I'm yeah, confident definitely. in that. Yeah, there's a strength in that, which is why I thought about Danny. I mean, all the things Danny had, was thinking in his head, but he still had the strength to get up in the morning. He still had the strength to get out and, mm. and do what he wanted to do. And that is a strong person. You don't have to, I mean, even, I mean, I've, I've seen him cry. I've seen him mega upset. I've seen him panicking. I've seen him all sorts of states and not at any point did I think what a loser or what a weak man never thought that it was just someone who needed some help yeah. and they all need help at points in life never one way or another and I saw, I saw it as he wasn't weak he was strong to be able to keep going his feet were still moving forward that's the strength you know if you can keep moving your feet then you're moving on you're moving forward yeah. I think I think people get the wrong idea of what is strong and what isn't I mean strong isn't just sort of jerk or yeah, you can do that, you can do that. That's, yeah. that's not what strong is. It? Strong yeah. can be like, get up in the morning when you feel really down, just yeah. to make that bit of fucking, make that drink. Yeah. That's being strong. You know, it comes in all different forms. But I think, yeah, people just, I don't know. I just think people just need to talk more. I, well, I, on, <laughs> no, on, I think on that note, I think, you know, I think you've summed it up really nicely there. Um, and so it's a, it really opened my mind. I, I think that we need to share, and I, I'd probably urge you as well to share more um, with younger people that are in a position that are questioning how they feel or mm. what their strength is, because sometimes it is easy to see strength as being physical, mm. to see weakness as being mm. physical, to see health as being physical. Mm. And we often, as both men, women uh, see struggle with the idea of, mm. of, of the concept of, of, of this healthy lifestyle mm. balance mm. 
so I think you you hit the nail on the head. Um, so to kind of summarise then mm. in one sentence, what would you say <laughs> is a healthy lifestyle? What would you say is a healthy I lifestyle? I think a healthy lifestyle is living a life you're happy with. To be honest, if you're, if you're happy with what you're doing, then what else can go wrong? Uh, yeah. Do that. I think live, live a life you want to live and be happy doing it. If you're positive, it's very hard to find a negative. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. It's been awesome chatting with you. I've absolutely loved it. Okay, awesome. Thank you. <laughs>